0: Badu badabadu Baba Badu badabadu Baba Baba. If you're having trouble with your high school head, he's giving you the blues. You want to graduate, but not Brandon. Yes. I have a what if question for you, kind of. um I have a would-you-rather question.
1: Those are two separate things, but go ahead. I have a
0: would-you-rather. Would you rather live eternally, have infinite life, or command a giant army of undead that can take over the world?
1: You see, I think the trick of this question is the fact that uh, you're positing as to whether living forever is a good thing, which I don't think everybody would agree that living forever is a good thing.
0: I'm not saying either one's a good thing.
1: Right. Cause really it kind of almost seems like you've brought before me two negatives.
0: Right. W- which would you rather? You have to have one. Which is it?
1: Oh, I'll go with the army. The army. Yeah. Cause I mean, like I feel like, Oh, well that's tough. I this just, seems like such a hassle. I, what's tricky is I genuinely I have a hard time turning away immortality, but I don't think it's a good thing. So
0: mm. why think, is that?
1: I mean, I don't want to live forever. That's a long time. What it would is you a long What time. would you pick?
0: I mean, yeah, I, I guess I'm with you because like that that does seem like a bit of a curse. The eternal life bit. It'd be nice for maybe a couple hundred years, and then I feel like it'd be really awful.
1: Yeah, I mean, you would absolutely guaranteed to watch. Me and everyone you know die.
0: Well, and like every war and every horrible thing. And you'd you'd really have the perspective of like everything going in cycles and humanity not growing to its full potential.
1: On the other hand, you're responsible for like a couple thousand people. And that sucks.
0: Undead people.
1: Oh, so it's undead?
0: Yeah, undead army.
1: Yeah, I don't even know what you do with that.
0: I guess, I mean, that could be pretty cool. Like maybe, maybe you could turn it into a really good thing of like, uh, my, me and my undead scourge, we're going to go hand out food to the Uh, needy today.
1: uh, Undead on wheels.
0: Undead on wheels.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Meals on undead. Yeah. Yeah, I think undead wheels is better. Um,
1: Uh, Yeah, you could do some good stuff, I suppose. It just seems like a hassle, but like, I guess, yeah, you could like, you know, go into town to town and just be like, what do you need done? I got a thousand people, and in some regards, they're not people.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so don't even worry about it. Labor laws, don't even bother. They're Uh, literally just at my bidding.
1: Start to feel bad. That's why
0: you do good things with them.
1: All right, but even so. And then you
0: just tell yourself that they're not really people because they're undead. Woof. I know, doofa. it's rough. <laughs> well, I'll
1: just make sure I know all their birthdays.
0: Uh huh. And so oh, basically, give them something nice.
1: There's a thousand of them. It's probably one for every day. And so then just like every day, you know, I'll be like, gather around. It's Undead Jeffrey's turn- the birthday. And we're like, we're like. Well, those are the two things put forward as possibilities for our heroes this episode on The Bargain Den. My name is Brandon.
0: My name is Donna.
1: And this is The Bargain Den. It's your weekly source of financial advice in the form of us watching movies and telling you whether or not they're frugal or are they movies or do they have the third part of a series that we really should have said goodbye to a long time ago. This week, we watched The Mummy, Emperor Dragon Tomb. Mm.
0: (laughs) <laughs> is that what was?
1: Tomb it of the Dragon Emperor.
0: Emperor Dragon Tomb.
1: Dragon be thy name. Part three in the Mummy Trilogy, set several years after the second, and especially the first one. Everybody's all grown up this time, this time. All grown
0: up. I really want to shout it out.
1: All right. That's Donna Edwards with the theme song to Grown Ups, the sequel to Rugrats. You heard it here first. <laughs> We are gonna spoil the tomb of the dragon, dragon person from Shrek, dragon, dragon lads.
0: Dra- wait, wait dragon, is there someone from Shrek?
1: I mean, there was a dragon uh-huh. in, yeah. in Shrek.
0: You think this was the same dragon? He fell in love with the donkey. Possibly. Spoilers, sorry
1: guys. Spoilers for Shrek. My goodness. <laughs> My goodness.
0: Uh, okay, so do we want to go ahead and talk about it?
1: Yeah, I'm just surprised by the amount of dragon that wasn't in this movie.
0: Yeah, considering that it's in the title.
1: Yeah, there was zero dragon in this movie.
0: There was like kind of a dragon creature for about two minutes.
1: No, I'm not talking about the the creature.
0: Oh, like the verb?
1: I'm talking about dragging these nuts.
0: Hey, <laughs> oh, there was a lot of nut dragon. Uh, got I'd say. him.
1: No, we're going to spoil this. Let's talk about Spo- it. All right, Uh, let's go into it. We're starting back. It looks like Brendan Fraser and Rachel... Whoa, 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 wait, what? No, there's no Rachel Vice this time. She didn't want to be in this one.
0: She said, no, no, no.
1: And people lied about why she didn't want to be in it, if you read the internet. So I I just don't think she was... She thinks she was like, I'm good. You don't have enough money for me. And I think the producers made up lies as to why. Because they
0: were like, "Oh, it's because she's a mom now,"
1: and she doesn't think that she could have a kid that old. Oh,
0: because we're misogynistic. We'll just make something up.
1: I mean, maybe we're coming after the producers hard, but I mean,
0: I mean, I have mean, you seen this movie?
1: But they actually do a pretty decent job not explaining a change in actress, but justifying it in that Rachel Vice's character is now a, um, a a an author, an author, and She's, she's an author. She's reading at a book reading, and the person in the audience asks, asks her, is it really you that did all those things in the book? And she says, honestly, it was a completely different person. And that's when they show and reveal <laughs> that it, it's a different actress. It's really good. Got him. Rick and uh, Evie are bored in retirement, but their son's not bored in retirement because he's a man now.
0: Asian man
1: and he's found the tomb of an ancient Chinese warlord He's gonna make big bucks
0: and so Alex we should also mention Alex the little kid who was eight years old in the mummy too and had a vaguely British accent is now like 22 and has a very American accent
1: he's a man now
0: and he found that he finds the tomb.
1: I just said all of this. <laughs> you just, I just went over all of this. And I said he's a man and he's found a tomb.
0: <sighs> and he's, he finds this tomb because he's an adult now.
1: <laughs> Rick and Alex's relationship is strained. And it's strained even further when all of them meet up in China at the Emotep bar and grill that Jonathan, Evie's sister, owns. Um,
0: Evie's brother.
1: Evie's brother, sure. Gender normative you over there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, They're going to go and see the tomb for the emperor they dug up, but it turns out the bad guys are being bad again, and they want to raise an army of dead, as well as the dragon emperor, so they do, and it's a race against the clock to get to the immortality pool first.
0: Because if the dragon dude gets there first, he's going to be immortal and have all of the armies forever
1: Meanwhile, take over the world. Also teaming up with them is a mysterious young woman who we later learn is, in fact, the daughter of the witch who initially cursed the emperor many, many eons ago. It just turns out that family's immortal.
0: So, so the, the mom who cursed him is Ji Yuan, and the daughter is Li, Lin. Fuck. The daughter is Lin. And uh, Lin and Alex, apropos of nothing, fall in love, I guess.
1: Yeah. There's a big battle. Rick and the, Alex and the, the mostly white people save the day. Roll credits
0: and uh, well, we we can't pass this up. Uh, Lynn's mom dies, and they because they both gave up their immortality to defeat the the dragon dude, and they and now Lynn and Alex can be together because that totally makes sense. Totally.
1: What did you think of this movie? Bleah. Bleah.
0: Bleah. Yeah, I liked the Yetis.
1: The Yetis were fun. The Yetis were cool. Ha, because they were in the snow. Hey,
0: what'd you think, Brandon?
1: Yeah, it was, you know, they really just went towards the action side of things instead of any kind of horror or family fun. um, There's this repeated moment where Jonathan says to Rick O'Connell, my ass is on fire, spank me, spank me, spank me. My ass is on fire. Spank my ass. Spank my ass. My ass is on fire bank me my ass is on fire <laughs> and uh, that's I feel like where we're at with this they were like we got to make it another blockbuster it will sell make every line a line that a little kid would want to repeat or joke about there is an extended segment where there's so much gross about this it's one of those things like I'm trying to actually forgive it now but I'm looking back at it there's an extended segment where Alex and Rick O'Connell are basically having a dick-measuring contest with the type of guns they want to go into battle with.
0: It's like, I mean, and they make it too obvious.
1: Yeah, it is very much a straight allegory for...
0: It's like, well, it's not so much how big it is, but how you use it. And it's like, haha, yeah, we get it. Okay.
1: Um, There's also... I don't remember exactly. Help me remember. What was the really gross scene between Alex and Rachel? Or not Rachel Vice Oh,
0: my God. Alex and his mom is when she was like, oh, you like that girl or whatever. And Alex was like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I fucks. You know, like I fuck girls. And she's like, what? How many girls have you fucked? They didn't say fucked, but like that's basically what they were saying. And he's like, I'm not gonna tell you. Ew. And she's no, like, ew.
1: She he says you wouldn't want to know that number.
0: It's gross. And then she's like, Ugh. Oh, Alex, I love you so much. And it's really weird. It's really, really gross and creepy, and I didn't like it.
1: Let's see what other people have to say about the movie.
0: Box, 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 boxed in.
1: Daryl gave it a half a star It said, the only film that has ever made me walk out of the cinema. It almost made me walk out of my own house.
0: Amazing. What a reaction.
1: Um, Anwen says, really confused as to how there's so many reviews for a film which doesn't exist. Everyone knows there's only two films in the Mummy franchise. The Mummy, 1999. The Mummy Returns. Tomb of the Dragon Emperor? Never heard of her. Amazing. I just like this one, feels very innocent. Recently, Gus gave it three stars and said, Good final movie for the trilogy. It's missing characters from the previous movies, but introduces some good new ones as well. Wish there was more of Rick. (laughs) Ah, Sure, Gus. Good for you. Good for you liking a thing. It's just, they just, they kept making it. They were like, this worked and made us money? Do it again.
0: Except along the way, they lost everything good and holy. It's just too bad. They're like, anyway, and I'm going to reduce all the characters down to fucking
1: caricatures
0: and be a misogynistic, dumb, dumb.
1: But, I mean, maybe that's a good thing for what we do here. Maybe that's the kind of movie we need in our pantheon of frugal movies.
0: Oh, uh, well... Uh, let's maybe go look for, you got uh, it, you got it, uh,
1: you can do it. Come on, Donna.
0: Panty. (laughs) Let's go look for, uh. This is why I take us out (laughs) of the first half of the episode. Let's let's go, let's go. (laughs) Let's let's go look for uh 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 oh my t- God. <laughs> Let's go look I haven't, I have
1: <laughs> let's I feel like I'm I can't we have a show to do here. Don't just wait me. I, mean, I feel let's. like you're shrinking into nothingness. Do you need to look away from you?
0: <laughs> Let's go look for a tape measure to measure our dicks <laughs> with in the clearance aisle. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, I found one, but it only reads in centimeters, and nobody knows how to convert that, so.
0: Yeah, too bad. Um, but was this movie frugal?
1: Um, again, I mean, it crossed the franchise into the billion-dollar franchise list of franchises, so that's pretty frugal.
0: That makes me disappointed in humanity. Uh, that is frugal, though.
1: Yeah. Uh, got Rick back. They were able to make a movie without Rachel Weiss. Um, I say that's frugal, that they, they were able to do it. I don't know. I don't agree with it, and I think it could have been better. But I will remind us and the listening audience that The Mummy Returns, that's The Mummy 2, was not a particularly great film and that did have Rachel Weisz. I mm-hmm. don't think that she is the common denominator in what makes one of these movies work. So the fact that it held together at all, I would say we had a discussion as to which one of the two, The Mummy Returns or The Mummy Emperor Dragon 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 Balls, <laughs> which one was better. Yeah. And it's challenging because it, The Mummy 2 doesn't feel like a finished film.
0: Yeah, that CGI is really hard to get over.
1: Well, I mean, it's more than the CGI. Like, there, like, it doesn't, it feels all over the place. I will say for whatever I didn't like about this movie, it felt finished.
0: Yeah, that is true. So I'm sorry, which, which did you like better?
1: I would say I, I still liked the second one better just because I didn't feel as though the third one had the best spirit at heart for a lot of what was said and done in it. Mm-hmm. um so uh that's that's where i land with that but
0: so a couple of points here uh they got jet lee for the emperor which um i really i can't totally say whether that's frugal or not frugal but it works
1: and well, i'd say it's frugal i mean it's Bruce Lee's son like
0: yeah 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 for sure i'm just i feel like he'd be expensive no
1: yeah but i mean it was probably worth it i mean Get a That's true.
0: Worth it and at least you don't have like someone in yellow face to play the main guy. But then also Brandon pointed this one out after the movie, uh the the witch who finds the eternal life pool is played by Michelle Yeoh of, yeah. the everything, of everything, everything. everything everywhere all at once fame and she's great.
1: Yeah, she's great. Great in that, great in this.
0: Uh, okay, so we definitely, I think we keep the plane in this one. The plane does not crash as far as I remember. It definitely has a close call. Right. But I think it stays intact, which makes this one of the most frugal in terms of like not destroying your means of transportation out of all the movies. Because um, the first one, we had a boat burned down. The second one, the blimp burned up. But the plane stayed intact in this third one. Uh, They did, however, destroy, oh, it was Jonathan's fancy expensive car as well as uh, another car. I don't know. There there was a lot of cars destroyed in the chase scene throughout, I don't know, Shanghai? Is that where they were? That was not frugal. Um, But Jonathan does get to keep the giant diamond at the end. And that's frugal. He gets to start over somewhere new. Again. Again. Um, and it seemed like he had a pretty good business. Like, it was popping in there. Uh, so, I think Jonathan's frugal for whatever else anything about this movie is or isn't. I think his character is frugal. He did well in this movie.
1: Let's look at some thrifty trivia.
0: Thrifty trivia!
1: Since Jet Lee was only available for part of the shoot... It was decided that the Emperor would be either a rotting rotting mummy or encased in terracotta in most of his scenes. And that way, Lee could play the Emperor in the flesh, and the remainder of his role would be done by a CGI character. I mean, frugal, making what you got work, work, right?
0: Yeah, okay, that definitely, that, that fits in the holes of my Jet Li thing. Like, I think that works great, so frugal for sure.
1: The filmmakers originally considered bringing back Arnond, Ar, pardon me, Arnando, Arnold Vosloo as Emotep, except this time he's a last resort ally who helps the heroes defeat the dragon emperor. Well,
0: what a twist.
1: Arnold hated the script and didn't want to make a mummy movie without Stephen Sommers, the original director of the first two films, so mm. he declined to return. Oded Fur. Who was also asked to reprise his role as Ardeth Bay, Fair declined because Emotep was not to be in this, in the film, and had felt that if there was no Emotep, that Bay had no point or reason to appear in the movie.
0: Good for him, because that is true. Like his whole thing is that he is protecting the world from Emotep, so why would he be here?
1: It's true. Um, I like this thrifty trivia because I. think it's nifty it's nifty thrifty trivia nifty
0: thrifty yeah
1: in the closing scene a screen text which by the way i feel like it looked like it was made in microsoft office or something it was very quick Mm -hmm. Um, reveals that mummies were soon thereafter discovered in peru a possible stringer uh, probably stinger for a sequel peru is home to the ancient inca civilization which also mummified their important members There was indeed going to be a third sequel titled The Mummy 4, Rise of the Aztecs, but since Aztecs are native to Mexico, it would probably not have been set in Peru. Brendan Fraser and the cast of the third film had signed up for the sequel, and Antonio Banderas would have played the main antagonist. However, the film was canceled in favor of the reboot The Mummy 2017, starring Mm. Tom Cruise, which was meant to be the first chapter in the Dark Universe, interconnected movies featuring the classic movie monsters such as The Mummy, Dracula, uh, Jacqueline Hyde, The Wolfman, The Creature from the Black Lagoon, and Frankenstein. However, due to the critical and commercial failure of The Mummy, all of the proposed movies were eventually scrapped.
0: Wow. Um, I don't know. That's a lot. That's a lot to chew on. So I, I think it's having enough. the cliff... What? Oh, go ahead, sorry. I think having the cliffhangers frugal. I mean, again, it took them like two minutes in Microsoft to make that. It's not like they lost anything. But I have that nice hint and the hype of like, oh, do you enjoy this movie? There might be more. Um, but the way it all turned out seems very not frugal. I mean, yeah, the, oh, what's his face? What's the actor from the Mummy reboot? Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. The Tom Cruise mummy really flopped bad.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's that's not frugal. And if they had all these big plans for it and then just had to scrap them, that seems like a lot of effort and time wasted.
1: Agreed. Agreed. This is the last one I'll read here. The Himalayan mountain scenes were actually filmed on a soundstage in sweltering summer heat. Maria Bello, who played Evie in this, claimed that she was only wearing a bra under her coat. I'll say that one's frugal because I believed it. I thought they were cold.
0: The only time I questioned it was when they all had their hoods off. And I was like, hmm, that's not how that would happen. That's true. But that only happened for like one scene. For most of the rest of it, they were all like bundled. And I, I took the rosy cheeks as being cold. So I guess they were flushed.
1: Well, where, where are we landed on this one? Is it frugal, not frugal?
0: Uh unfortunately because i did not enjoy this movie i think all in all we're more towards frugal
1: yeah i think so i think it's a money-making machine ain't it
0: also uh so the whole thing begins with alex like he's dropped out of school without telling his parents i guess to to go on this expedition but it pays like huge dividends for him like
1: his mom his dad's all upset at him and
0: but he proves him wrong. Not only does he get a cool adventure and save the world, he gets the girl. So the drop out of college, guys. It's frugal.
1: I also feel like I read somewhere he that a lot of people were hurt on this movie.
0: Oh well, like, that would not be frugal.
1: Like that's why like Brendan Fraser's like arm is hurt for part of the movie. Is he legitimately hurt his arm? One of those instances. Yikes! I think he cracked a rib. On this one? Oh maybe my was God. it was the one before. I don't know. A lot of people got hurt on a lot of these movies, so.
0: They need to get, like, better stunt coordinators or something, then. Something. That is no good.
1: But I think as a cash grab that doesn't care for human life, frugal.
0: Mm, true. True that. That's why you got insurance, baby. Baby. Do
1: you want to thank some people?
0: Yes. Okay, first, thank you so much for listening to our show, and... If you like it, share it with a friend. And I'd also like to thank Sarah Anastasia who made the artwork that is our thumbnail. I'd also like to thank the Lounge Kittens for the use of their cover of Dirty Deeds. And I'd like to thank Anchor.fm for hosting our podcast and sending it to wherever you're listening to it. I also like to thank our bargainaire.
1: Jack3245. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. Jack was the last person to leave us a review on iTunes podcast. That last person could, in fact, be you as well. Just log on to there and leave us a review, or leave us a review elsewhere, and send us an email to the incast at gmail.com, and that way we know that you left us a review somewhere.
0: Easy. Uh, Brandon. Yes. Do you have something to sell me today?
1: I do. Um... But thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week for a brand new episode. My name is Brandon.
0: My name is Donna.
1: Pinch those pennies. And
0: stay frugal. All
1: right. I got a thing for you. I've got safe rest mattress protectors, twin college dorm room, new home, first apartment essentials, cotton waterproof mattress cover protectors, white, $33.99. 33
0: 33- dollars like thirty four dollars, thirty three ninety
1: nine. Also known as thirty four dollars minus a penny. Uh, it's a mattress covered.
0: It's just a mattress is so expensive and that is really nice for a dorm because you don't know who the fuck's been in that mattress before is it gross. Frugal or is enough. That's frugal, baby. That is frugal. <laughs> But you ain't got the guts She keeps nagging at you